Welcome to the business of strength powered by Varsity House Gym, the podcast for strength entrepreneurs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Business of Strength podcast. I'm your host, Coach Joe Strong, here with my business partner in crime, Dan Goodman. And today we're going to break down the ultimate email marketing guideline. And coming off the heels of a great article that Dan just wrote about owning your list, about you know renting or or buying your list, and uh, uh, and and you know I just we just did a awesome Zoom call last week with our mastermind group, everything email marketing. So we're kind of going to put all that together for you real quickly in a you know 30 to 40 minute segment here and try and give you some of the key nuts and bolts towards email marketing and uh, why it's been such a big part of our marketing strategy for the last decade and, and kind of how we've done it and gone about it and, and what are some of the things that you should be looking for uh, when creating a great email campaign and just thinking about email in general. So um, Dan, what do you think some of the, like, why do you think some people shy away from email? What is like, what are some of the reasons like people, whenever we have, like we meet with a lot of gym owners and like, you know, what are you doing on your email? And they're like, oh, I just do social media. I think just, it's easier to conduct a social media page to attract followers to that page because you can get friends to, you know, follow you. You can get likes easier and, you know, it plays to human emotion a little bit more when you get new followers, new likes, people, you know, it's, that's it's, a good point. I never really thought about it that yeah. way because the engagement is different. Yeah. It's engagement. It's, it's You're like, Ooh, this post got 50, 50 likes and 10 comments. And, Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, in the beginning of Instagram or Facebook, you know, they're pushing you to the top, suggested friends. They're making mutual, even on LinkedIn, yeah, sure. they're making those mutual connections very easy because they want to entice you to stay on their platform. Now, when you have to start building emails, you have to register for an email uh, platform and sometimes yeah, it costs sure. money, constant contact, MailChimp. Now we move over to Active Campaign, which is not cheap. No. Um, but it is obviously super effective. Uh, you have to start attracting people through uh, opt-ins on your website, uh, through free programming, uh, and obviously there's various other methods to attract email lists, but it takes more work than just going on and, and posting a couple flashy pictures or some workouts. Sure. It's easier to get up and go. And you know, one thing about it in, in the article, and I, I touch upon it a little bit, is that social media isn't bad. And if you spent a lot of time building a huge social media following, that's fantastic. But it's time to leverage that list to extract real tangible contact information via a email list so that sure. you can speak to people a little bit more directly. So for instance, at Varsity House Gym, this is a perfect example. We essentially have two businesses under one roof. We cater to people that are, you know, 35 to 60 years old, adult fitness classes, our V-Fit brand of fitness. And we also have hundreds of athletes. Yeah. You can't talk to those demographics of people the same. No. And on social media, you don't have the ability to do that. Right, you can't segregate your list exactly. on social media. On sure. email, we could have a totally separate campaign running at the same exact time via email. And that's why it's been so effective for us. Yeah, I think a lot of it too is that, you know, one of the big roadblocks that I get from other gym owners is that email, writing emails takes a lot of time. And, and for certain that, you know, there's a little bit more thought process that goes into putting a good email together. But if you have like a, a system and kind of like, you know, again, like we'll talk about in a minute, like, you know, knowing what the end goal is, knowing what the result you're trying to attain is, and knowing who you're speaking to, 
right? You can put a get email together pretty quickly, you know, especially in, in adult fitness, right? And I, and you know, not, 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 you know, shitting on adult fitness at all, but like, cause obviously we're doing it, but like there's so many, like just vanilla topics that Absolutely. you could write on everything from, you know, fat loss, how to get stronger, how to get in shape for summer, the 10 best low calorie, you know, cocktails. You could be anything, Absolutely. anything. I, I was listening to uh, a podcast in the way to work this morning. And a lot of times it's, definitely regurgitated information sure but it's people that resonate with your story or big mike's story or sean's story and it's something that speaks to them and they've built trust in that person so they want to listen to the information coming from that person because it resonates with them just a little bit more than reading it from like men's health from a stranger right like how how me and you might speak about weight loss fitness fat loss is different than somebody who's, you know, a, a pro athlete or, or a female or even like that. So totally. somebody might, oh, you know, these two guys, I mean, you know, let's call a spade a spade. We don't look like fitness models, right? We, were, we come from an athlete, you know, me head lifting, you know, power lifting type of background. You know, being, you know, super skinny with abs has never really been our thing, right? So, so you know, at the same respect, you know, when we're talking about, you know, fat loss and being in shape, there's a whole bunch of ex athletes out there that are like, yo, those guys are, those guys are legit. You know what I mean? They, they, you know, they, they, they see the same struggles that I'm doing, you know, Look at I mean? a guy like Mark Bell. Yeah. He's an unbelievable example of somebody that, you know, he's very polarizing, either love him or hate him, but he documents what happens in his gym every single day. There's nothing fancy about what he's doing. He is who he is. And he'll say, hey, I'm just trying to be less fat, and here's how I'm going to do it. And that's yeah, the dude yeah. that a lot of people could re- resonate with because he was a fat dude. It was 300-plus pounds, yeah. Strong as shit, fat, and now he's documented his process to becoming Super, jacked, he's ripped. ripped, lean. Yeah. Whether he does steroids yeah. or not, he's unapologetic about all of it. Yeah. You know, and, and he's, and he's done an amazing job documenting it on all different uh, platforms, social media, email, website. It's the same thing what we're doing with this podcast right now. So we did an article about owning versus renting your list via emails. We had our we had our call last week with our mastermind group about email marketing. And now we're doing a podcast about email marketing right. all in the same week. And I'm gonna we're gonna post a whole bunch of social media posts related to email marketing exactly. and you cut it up into little tidbits Keep and things simple. like that. So, right. So, you know, that's the one thing that I want, that I always tell gym owners is like, no, 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 write, write five good emails and that's content for a month easily. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, honestly, you know, even if it was four, like you had one good email a week that was going out that you were writing to your list and then you could cut that up into a whole bunch of different social media posts and things like that. So email, I think people make more email more complicated than it has to be. One thing too with that, uh, Joe, is that a lot of times coaches will, they're trying to educate their peers and that's fine. You want to be respected in the industry, but a large majority of the coaches that we work with, whether they have some online programming or a small online business or not, 95% of their income comes from in-person training sessions. Right. So that's your target market. You're right. trying to inform the people that are insecure about coming to the gym, <laughs> feel a little bit overweight, talking to the athlete that wants to get 
you know, wants to make varsity, wants to make the travel bus, wants to go to college to play, you're speaking to that person. You're not speaking to impress Louis Simmons. Right, right. So, like, exactly. That, and that, that is a denotion. Like, a lot of guys think, like, if you're going to put out an article on training, like the squat or something like that, it has to be ready to go in, in the next chapter of super training right and it's like it's like don't even bother don't even bother unless you got a phd in in, in sports science and kinesiology and it's not 25 worth 25 years working with olympic level athletes right so so but but a 15 year old can get a great amount of information and his parents can get a great amount of information about a quality article about why squats work how to do them and two to three variations that you can work in your training program this summer yeah. you know boom done there's a great article or for like any high school you're gonna hurt yourself doing it on your own right what things that you should look for and then it's like wow okay well now i'm building myself as an expert because my knees dive every time when i squat right and you know, I have no hamstring development. And right. like things that Yeah, I've, I've never – or a kid's going to read it and see a glue ham raise. I've never even seen that exactly. exercise, right? Keep it simple. Right. So a lot, a, lot of it, a lot of it is thinking about the audience and, 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 you know, for lack of a better term, how lame they are in the subject of strength and conditioning. You know what I mean? And when it comes to actual kinesiology, anatomy and physiology, biomechanics, nutrition science – most people have next to zero, you know, knowledge. So, and that's the reason why we talked about this on the call last week where you see, like, if you, if we go to the newsstand right now and I picked up like shape, men's fitness, men's health, flex magazine, you know, women's day, you know, whatever Vogue, every single one of them is going to have an article about 10 ways to lose fat or something like that, losing fat, losing weight, getting in shape, whatever. And they're all going to be almost identical outside of a couple things that just basically reverbalizing from their own standpoint and their own point of view, which is key. So let's talk about dominating your list and kind of like some of the things that we look for, you know, when, when you're doing email, you know, so you want to be consistent. Consistency is the key to good emails. Right. And like, you know, I'll, I'll talk about, you know, our guy, Pat Rigsby, we had Pat on the podcast, you know, a few months ago and Pat has written an email every day, seven days a week for 20 years. You know, and there's a reason why he's one of the top, you know, gym business gurus in the game and had, you know, multiple franchises and things like that. And he uses that formula in a lot of his gyms. Now, you don't have to be pat and write an email every single day to your gym community, although a lot of gyms do. Right. And as long as it's quality content and you're not constantly asking for sales, I think that's OK. Right. But so but even whatever you can do, do it consistently. So if you're going to if you say, well, email is a lot of work, blah, blah, blah. Start off with a once a month newsletter and just do it every single month, first of the month. Dan and I started putting a newsletter together 10 years ago. We've done one just about, I would say, I think we did one every single month for 10 years. You know, we've done something every single month we have, for 10 years. And when we started, I was having a conversation with, uh, with John and he, uh, he asked me, he's like, you know, how many people are on your email list? It's like, oh man, right now, like we're 40. We're, no, like, no, now we've got, we've got thousands i mean yeah you know tens of thousands yeah where it's it's uh it's something that we have a lot of it's leveraged our business up in a major way but when we started like joe said we literally had 40 and it was like family friends emailing my parents joe's you know like joe's yeah, yeah, yeah. family and 
those were the people on our email list because all we needed was one or two people to like the article and share it to a friend. I put my high school coach on there, my college coach, and you know, you just start. You start somewhere. You, you know, anytime you get a business card, yep. you know, you, you put it on, on there. That. You follow up. And, you know, Absolutely. The legality of it all. Ten years ago, I didn't care if we were breaking the law in terms of putting emails on our. I mean, our I was definitely ripping emails off of school websites and putting coaches' emails on the list and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. the ability to unsubscribe. <laughs> you know, but we, but every month we did a newsletter and every month we tried to provide some value and content based on sports performance, adult fitness, training, whatever it was, and, and, and have some, you know, a, a, let's call it a fun VH spin on whatever that month's topic was. And we've done that ever since. Right. And we use the newsletter as a lead in usually to some type of, let's call it event in the gym, whether it's marketing, whether it's the start of our fall training program, the start of a summer training program, our winter yeah. training, the start of our six week transformation. A lot of times the newsletter that precedes that will kind of be like a lead in. Yeah. For instance, right now, um, it's July, what is it? July 17th. Yeah. yeah July 17th. Uh, we've got our open enrollment starting here for athletes on August 19th. So the first 19 days of August is going to be a heavy athlete centric marketing campaign on thursday august 1st big mike's putting out uh, a documentation of our collegiate training program and highlighting one of our athletes who's a pro athlete jake serezna and some of the exercise selections and why they're important for him and uh, why exercise selection is important for all athletes ranging from sixth and seventh graders all the way through the pro ranks and it's going to be a educational and an inspirational piece um, that will kick off the start of open enrollment. It won't be a hard sell email. No. It'll be more or less an awareness and an inspirational educational email. And what will uh, what will come after that are the uh, more sales copy ish emails. Sure. You know, how to get fast, why you need help, you know, things like that. So again, speak to your list regularly. So no matter I don't care if you have 50 people or you got 5,000 people on the list, once a month, once a week, twice a week, whatever it is, right? Be consistent about it and try to do it consistently. So, and again, that just comes down to, we've all, you know, obviously Dan and I have been partners. So there's always been like, Hey, you do this month, I'll do next month. And then as we built our team and we started, we started assigning uh, newsletters to certain team members, right? And like kind of, we rotate through the team and you know, if it's a winter time, let's say, and kind of everybody's on that new year kick and wanting to get fit, you know, Simone might do the, the, the January newsletter yeah. about, you know, dominating your fitness this year and dominating your nutrition it's and stuff hard. like that. You could, this past weekend, we had to write, um, an auto, an auto respond campaign for active campaign, uh, to, make sure that, that people are liaison through the process. Well, I won't get into the details of it, but it was six value building articles. Wrote them in a day. It took yeah. me a few hours. If you just clear out some time, you could easily write, you know, one Saturday, pick 12 topics of newsletters that you want to talk about that are right all the out, time yeah. of the year. Lay them out one Saturday with some, some uh, talking points. And the following Saturday, write them out. It might take you three hours on the front end, three hours on the back end, and then have somebody else sift through them and, mm -hmm. um, and edit them, and you'll be ready to go. And the powerful part about any one of these uh, email service providers is that you can schedule them 
for the year in a day. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you can do them in, in let's call it a couple weeks and schedule them for the entire year and you can wash your hands with it. And at least we know that we have 12 quality pieces of content going out for the year. Right. So another thing is keep, you know, keep it short. Short is better. People like quick tidbits. They like visual, right? A couple pictures of, uh, if you're, if you're explaining exercises or you're talking about, you know, recipes, put some pictures in there and some quick blurbs, you know, 500 words, you know, in that range, I would say the max for most of ours is about a thousand. And that's going to be like on the high end, right? For most of them. And a lot of times what we'll do is set it up so that, you know, we'll, we'll have like the first couple caption pieces and then you'll have to click on the link to read the full article because people remember most people are consuming information on their phones or on a tablet. So, you know, if they're on the go and they want to just get a couple highlights of what the email is. So if they click on it, that's really key. Um, write to one specific demographic at a time. So if you're a unique situation like us, where we have kind of two specific demographics that we have to speak to, I'll, we write one email to them and one email to the, to the athletes. Now with our newsletter, it goes to everybody, but we'll always include, you know, what we make sure that it has value for anybody who comes here and trains here and is part of our team right now, a 45 year old woman who wants, who, who wants to lose fat, might not have that as much interest in the exercise selection of Jake Ceresna, but because we're going to write it as an inspirational piece, the hard work that went into all the years of training, his time up in the CFL, and you know, kind of going from a small school in Connecticut to a D3 program in college, to the CFL, to the NFL, that it has legs in terms of motivation, Story inspiration, telling. storytelling, right? And, and so anybody who's a client here knows Jake, and then anybody who's not, and people reading, they're like, wow, you know, these guys did some really great work with a guy who really worked his butt off. Imagine what they could do for my little right. kid, for my and son or whatever. We've also identified our target market as athletes and their parents, their parents meaning, yeah. their, meaning, you know, their brothers and sisters and, and yeah. their parents. So we want at Varsity House, we've made it very clear and apparent, we want people that... I want families that, that are into sports. That are into sports. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what this place yeah. caters to. If you are into sports and you walk into our facility... You're gonna be you're gonna be pleasantly surprised, and those are the types of people that we cater to. That's our eighty percent. Yeah. Okay. Don't stress out about too much about unsubscribes, right? You know, if, if you're gonna get people that go in and out of your list, you know, the only thing that I I say with a with an asterisk there is don't ask for the sale too much. Your newsletters can't just be blown up sales pieces every single month, right? People will unsubscribe to that. There has to be value there, right? There has to be value. All right? and, 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 and then if you have a call to action or what we'll talk about in a second, your super signature, which is like kind of like a passive call to action, you know, that's okay. But if you're constantly like, hey, our new transformation starts next week, bye, 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 you know, after, after, if you sent that out every single day, people get sick of that stuff. Right. And, and lastly, it does not have to be a Pulitzer Prize winning article. The people who are the most um, successful in marketing are the people who are the most consistent and get the information out all the time. Right. So like, 
you know, like, again, using Mark Bell as the example, if you go back through all of Mark, not every single post is something great. It's just, he's super, he's posting every day, all day on social media. He's emailing his list every day, all day. And it's content, 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 and podcast. And once in, let's call it, you know, let's call it, you know, maybe one out of every five things is like a really great piece of content, but he's super consistent. But he's built up such a fan base that even if he did something, does something crazy, like if he's just like, I don't know, like he's just, oh, it's an exercise of him doing, it's just a, a video of him doing back, right? Like nothing really mind blowing there. You know, people still like it because it's his brand, you know, so. Look at another guy, um, Dave Tate. Again, another one, you know, these are all people that we've obviously followed here at RCS for a long time, but go on EliteFTS.com and in the search button type Dave Tate articles. It's in the thousands. Yeah. It's in the thousands. So it, get, get to writing, get to putting yourself out there. In today's day and age, if you're not putting out content, written, video, social, email, you're behind, you're behind the eight ball. Yeah, it's hard to keep up. So why email? Again, we talked about it a lot, but email allows you to have a voice. It allows you to speak to a certain customer in a certain way. It allows you to tell a story. It allows you to convey, you know, your thoughts and actions. It also allows people to interact with you on their time when they want to, right? So like if, if I subscribe to an email list from a business that I really like or a business that I've done business with that I purchase stuff from or whatever. And they start sending me emails and, and, and I'm really busy during the day. I can easily save those emails and go back and check them out at night or the next day or whatever. Social media becomes like a, a flooded, you know, chaos, you know? And like, so if I go on my Instagram feed, I'm getting thousands and thousands and thousands of different people pushing stuff to me every day. And it's very easy to forget kind of, you know, what you're looking at and who you're looking for and stuff like that. Where like if, if, if I saw an email subject line that was like, you know, whatever, five ways to, five ways to get fast this summer and I'm an athlete. I'm like, oh man, I want to read that. Right. But I didn't have time. I can easily save it, go back and, and schedule and get into your, you know, list in a sense, right? And become part of that, right? So email doesn't get lost in the shelf nearly as much as social media does. Like I see cool stuff on social media every day. And then by an hour later, I forget what it was or who it was. And I'm like, damn it, who was that? I can't remember. And then I can't remember how to spell the person's name or I didn't know whatever, or their Instagram handle's different. And it's like, shit, I can't find that post. I can't find it. You know what I mean? But the emails, you know, if there's somebody, and, and the other thing is, is that it's a physical exchange of information, right? So in order to have my email, I've either opted in on something, right? Or I've purchased something from you and you, and, and gave you my information, right? So, so generally because of that, the emails that I'm getting from people that I want to get, e are, are people that I want to get emails from. Right? Warm leads. right, exactly. So and it's still the number one platform for marketing business. It will over 80% more engagement than social media. People do not buy from Instagram that much. And people buy from Facebook, but nowhere near as much as they do from email. Look, our general, our general interest list when we send newsletters to the open rate is over 25%. Depending yeah. on the email, it could be over closer to 30%. You might say like, oh, that's, that's pretty low. That's thousands of people. You can, you can take, you can look at the insights on our social media pages, our Instagram page, where there's 
you know, thousands of people there. It's not, it's not as close to a, as big of a following as our email list. That doesn't matter. The number, the percentages are the percentages. Our engagement rate, I'm talking about somebody that clicks the profile, clicks the link in the bio, comments on it, likes it, whatever it may be, is closer to 1%. Yeah. And email allows you to start a real conversation. So somebody writes back, oh, great, great email. I really loved it. Got a lot of it. Hey, thanks so much. You know, where are you from? What, you know, what do, you, do you own a gym? That type of stuff. And it allows you to start a conversation with people a little bit differently. Social media is usually about like, you know, a fist emoji. You know, you know, that shit was fire, right? And like, so you get like one little word blurbs where like maybe a gym owner or, or, or an athlete or, or a person who you wrote an article about fat loss, maybe someone writes you in like a heartfelt email that really, you know, that really spoke to me. You know, I've had lots of problems losing weight and stuff like that where they're, they're probably not going to write that stuff on a social platform because they don't want to expose themselves, right? So it also allows that type of speak too, which I think is, I think is important, you know, that allows you to create conversation with people that might not otherwise put themselves out there on social media, okay? Um, so here's a couple rules for, you know, an effective strategy. One, like we talked about, be consistent, right? Do it consistently and, 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 and around the same times too. I think it's important that you're, that you're, that you're you know, if you're going to do a newsletter, you know, do it on the first of the month, every month. Number two is don't be boring. Make sure that you, <coughs> I would say be authentic, write like you speak. You know, you want people to think that they're talking to you or that they're listening to you, right? And, and, and you know, be fun. Think about entertaining, inspiring, motivating, you know, all those things kind of built into one. Um, speak to your market. Uh, uh, you know, speak to their problems and their pain and their issues, right? So if you're working with, you know, adult fitness, you know, it's fat loss, it's energy gaining, it's feeling good, it's getting stronger, it's living longer, it's moving better, it's, you know, having more time with your family and kids and sleeping better and all those little things, right? <coughs> Excuse me. And how you can solve those issues through fitness. Or like if you're an athlete, you know, getting fast, getting stronger, getting making a team, all those types of things and speak to them. Don't make it about you. I see so many people, especially with social media, where like, you know, unless you're unless you're a world-class freak, right? And and your brand is you and you're posting about like you're you're a world champion powerlifter because powerlifters are running rampant on Instagram. Like everybody's lifting giant weights and stuff like that. I got girls. Uh, there's a girl on Instagram uh, uh, who I follow who I just can't imagine. She's like 130 pounds and she deadlifts like 550 for like 10, right? So I'm like, wow, right? Now that's impressive. So <laughs> you know what I mean? But she also puts out good content and educational content and doing emails and things like that, right? But the reality is, is that nobody, nobody gives a shit about your workout. Nobody cares about, you know, how big your biceps are and stuff like that. Right. So like if you're catering, if you're running a gym, unless you're catering to professional CrossFit athletes and you're taking videos of that, right. And you're like, Oh, I'm a highly competitive. I was, if you're rich froning, marketing, rich froning to get other rich fronings, that's a different thing. Right. But if you're rich froning and you want to train 40 year old housewives and businessmen, right. Look at me. Isn't the best way to go about that. Right, because they're looking at you and saying, "Well, I don't ever want to look. A, I don't want to look like that, and B, uh, I ain't ever gonna be that." So, you know, the ten hours of training a day that it took you to get there doesn't sound like something I'm into, right? So, you know, make it all about them and not about you. Uh, always educate, entertain, and inspire. Right? If the email 
doesn't do one of those three things, then it's, it's probably not worth writing. So either, either you're educating people and letting them know uh, how you can solve a problem or what the problem is, you're entertaining them, make it fun, make a story, things like that, or you're inspiring them. You're telling them maybe it's, a, maybe it's an article about you know somebody who had great success in your gym and, and the struggles that they had for years to get in shape or you know hit a PR or whatever it is, and, and then you know they were able to break through those barriers, right? And then lastly is if you combine content with a call to action on a regular basis, you know, that's how you, you know, wind up driving emails into sales, right? So it's the call to action and or building your list, depending on what the call to action is, right? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's, let's talk about building the, build, building the list. So, so in terms of building a list, we've done a, we've done a lot of different things to build a list. Uh, some of the things that are free, uh, that are going to cost what they'll cost you is time. But the three things that we've done here to build our list organically is number one, we've written training plans and given them away for free. The exchange was the exchange of information. So we utilize a website called form site back in the day. We, we no longer, and that one's it. dirt cheap. Like it's that one's like 10 bucks, a month. 10 bucks, 20. Yeah. So yeah. you could write a training plan again, my suggestion is write a training plan. Every good coach writes training plans for their clients. Use a great before and after picture of, of a client that had success on that plan. That's your photo. Do an intro paragraph about why, why you wrote the program, who it's for, how, can it, how it can benefit somebody, and then it's name, location, email address. That's it. We have plans on our website that have over 1,500 to 2,000 downloads, plenty of them. And then also we were writing programs to questions that our members were asking. So we had members saying, oh, well, I'm going away. Every personal trainer's had this question. I'm going away for the weekend. What can I do? I'm going to be in a hotel gym. We got that question on a weekly basis. So what do we do? We wrote three variations of the hotel training program. We wrote one based on nutrition, we wrote, wrote one based on a hotel training gym, and we wrote one based on a training in a hotel room. Like no equipment. So, no yeah. equipment. So write some training plans specific to your target market, put them out there, utilize Formsite, you're going to gain traction in terms of new emails. That's yep. number one. And we'll call those opt-ins. You know, those are opt-ins. Yeah. People can opt into them, and basically all they're doing there is giving you an email. So number two, raffle something away for free. This could be a, this could be a six week transformation. It could be a sweepstakes. It could be a piece of equipment. It could be a free 10 pack of private training, whatever it's going to be, make it of high value. And if you've been using social media, this is how we will leverage that list to say, Hey, yes, I'm in uh, you know, Orangeburg, New York, right on the New Jersey border. We're looking for, um, you know, I'm going to be raffling away uh, three, let's call it um, open enrollments for football players. These are the types of people that, these are the types of guys that I'm uh, looking to add to our group. If this is something that you'd be interested in, fill out the information link in the bio. 
and we're going to get people off of social media to opt in to our email list. Yeah, a sweepstakes type program is a great way to leverage your social media following into email list, right? So again, so let's say you're somebody who's been doing really well on social media and that's been your major platform, right? And let's say it's, hey, win a free week of training, win a free week of personal training, win three private training sessions with me. Win a, we're doing one right now. We're in the middle of a sweepstakes where we're giving away six week comprehensive fitness makeover on, you know, small group training, private training, large group training, nutrition consulting, six weeks, unbelievable, top to bottom, given away. We've had hundreds of opt-ins from this program in less than a week, right? In, in just a week or oh, just over a week, sorry. And, and so, and those are not only are those, you know, people that are, those are warm leads. Those are people who took the time to fill out an actual application for Raise this. Raise their hands right. saying that. I need fitness. Yeah. I need that type of program. Sign me up. So, so again, if you're, if you're local, if you're, if your main business is driving local traffic to a gym, give away a free month and raffle and, and you do a social media campaign combined with email and say, Hey, Click on the link here and give me your, you know, you, you could use Facebook ads. You could use a Facebook lead form. You could use, you could use a um, form site like Dan said. And so there's a bunch of ways to actually capture the email once they opt into an article or they opt into a free training program or whatever. Or again, if it's an ad where it's just like, hey, we're giving away, you know, a free month of training, who, who's interested? And they could just opt in and, you know, give your email list. That's super easy. Super easy. Uh, the last thing, number three, this is one that's really important and can be done easily. Live events. So yeah. if you're somebody that doesn't have a gym or you're just getting going, um, you know, th this, this is still something that could be for you. Have a barbecue at the gym, do a fundraiser at the gym. Our first fundraiser, uh, 11 summers ago had 27 people show up that included participants. Okay. So but every single person that came and did it, they did a release form, included their email with the you know verification that we would be contacting them. You could go to a, you could do a local speed camp where we had volunteered at Blue and Gold at Old Japan. We would go down and say, hey coach, you know, we're absolutely willing to come down and assist all the kids. You have you know over a hundred kids. All we need from you, we're not looking for any type of payment. We'll come down every day. We just need all the kids to fill out a waiver form. Of course, what does the waiver form have on it? It has their email address for their parents so that we can contact them and upsell them training here at the gym. We've done I'm that. going this year. Yeah. We're still going. So I'm going Wednesday. We've done that for <laughs> Next years. Week. So the compounding interest effect of it, it adds up over time. The Creskill Football Clinic, we've done it every single year. Every year, the football coaches are there. There's a sheet out front. Um, it talks about information regarding the program, leave the business card. And like, yeah, not a lot of people do it, but I'm going to get two or three every year. Absolutely. And those are highly qualified leads. Those are coaches in the community. Or head coaches, yeah. They're head coaches. <laughs> yeah. So over 10 years, we've gotten contacts. Of, if you got two a year, that's 20, 20 coaches in the county. And we've got a we've lot more than way that. Way more than that. It's being you have to have proximity to the people that you're trying to work with. Talk about a 5k and think about the same thing that you, so the principle that we just talked about giving something away, you do that at an event too, right? So like if you, let's say you want a t-shirt, give me your email. Exactly. Or, or, or like, again, this is a great one. You know, again, you go to a 5k race, let's say you set up a table. Most places let you set up a table for like a hundred bucks, right? Uh, and so you set up a table, you offer to warm up the, 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 
crew of people before before the race, right? So you get yourself in front of people and stuff like that. And before race, there's always like a bunch of vendors and people like are you know promoting their products and things like that. You give away, give have a giveaway raffle there, right there for a free month in the gym, right? You win a free trial in the gym and have people sign their email address. You'll get you'll get fifty emails easily that day, right? Because you know people just peruse the tables you know, collecting free pens and buttons and nonsense, right? So you give away, give them, a t- give them an email. They give you, give them a t-shirt, right? Or a pen or a, a, a rubber wristband or some other type of tchotchke that you've got for like 30 cents on Amazon, right? And, and they give you an email address. You're at the end of that, you're going to raffle off a free month. Okay, great. But you got 50 people who live in the local community who showed up at a race who are obviously into fitness and who are ready, who, who probably have them to go to a gym already. You, you have this, this is Jersey, so we have delis everywhere. And a deli that I go to all the time recently put out a box and it said, you know, every Friday they're going to do a drawing, leave your business card. And every Friday, you know, there's a disclaimer underneath, you know, you're going to be added to the list and we're going to send you an email and say, launch on us every Friday. They're, the thing is overflowing with business cards. That's and awesome. Probably one of the only delis in the area that's doing that, and they are utilizing email marketing. Yeah. And what is that doing? Like, okay, free lunch. Sure. Like, when we go out to to Bob Yellows or wherever we're going for lunch, like usually it's not by ourselves. No. Yeah. So we're bringing friends. You're, we're bringing some of the crew with us. So if they give us a free $10 lunch, what are the chances that it go in there and not with somebody or I don't buy something else? Yeah. Zero. Zero. Next to zero. I don't think I've ever gone in there by myself. <laughs> Very rarely. I got one or two more too. I mean, like again, so another events are awesome. Me and Dan were the event kings for years. We used to go to everything, like every high school game, everything that we could go to. We had a table every 5K, 10K and triathlon in the, in the, in the county for a couple of years. Uh, but another one is like joint venture email list sharing, right? So like, you know, we did it, we did an email, we did an event um, with one of our clients here uh, about skin health. She's a dermatologist. So we did something about skin health and fitness. And I did like, you know, eight, you know, like eight, eight, consider, training considerations over 40, stuff like that. And we sent out emails to each other's list. And on the bottom of that email, I just included a link back to our page and stuff like that. So we've got, you know, a bunch of people from that who are super qualified right? Leads. Uh, and, and like we talked about your newsletter, right? Your newsletter, if you do a newsletter every month, it should say at the bottom, you know, please share this with somebody who you think would like it or whatever. Or if you'd like to join our newsletter, click here, right? And then it just makes it easy for people to share it with a friend or whatever. And you'll build thousands of people over, over the 10 year period that we have just by, because of proximity and consistency. So, you know, and, and oh, and one more last one is a lead magnet, right? A lead magnet is a little bit different than an opt-in. An opt-in is just like a, you know, could be anything. An opt-in could just literally just be a pop-up on your website that pops up. But a lead magnet is giving away something of pretty high value, right? So again, it's a training program or it's something that's front and center on your website. So it literally could be um, <clears throat> a free training session. It could be a, a, a workout program. It could be a, a week in the gym, a free week or whatever, but it's something that you're giving away for high value that people will opt into as soon as they come to your website too. You want to, 
it's very important on your website that you have email capture, whether it's opt-ins or opt-in form, a lead magnet or whatever, or subscribe to our newsletter tab or something, right? Because think of all the thousands of people that come to your website that you never, you don't know because they don't buy anything or they just, they're just perusing and they're just taking a peek, right? But imagine if, if, 20% 20% of those people opted into something, but now you're starting to gain a list, right? So again, you're always looking at it from the standpoint of like, how can I get in front of people consistently, right? If they come to my website and I don't ever get their information, I could never speak to them again, right? It's like somebody walking into your gym and, and you giving them a gym tour and then just saying, okay, well, let us know, bye, right? And never getting a name, email, phone number or anything like that, which I, if, you're, if you own a gym and I see you doing that, I'm coming after you. Okay, but but the reality is, is that would be the same thing. So people come to your website all the time and you don't get their information. You never get to speak to them again. And, and so so that's really the idea there. Okay. Um, what else we got? All right. So let's talk about like how to write a good email. What are some of the components of a good email? So the first thing that you should think about when writing your email is, is kind of like, you know, what problems you solve what pain you solve, you know, what pain, you know, you speak to, right? Uh, what solutions you provide, you know, uh, um, how do you make life better? You know, I want to think about like, how does this article help people? What are they gaining from this? Right. And what type of information am I putting out there? And I'm a big storyteller. I think, I think, you know, speaking to the pain through story or speaking to a solution to a problem through story is the absolute best way to convey your message. And the reason is because the human brain is wired and we're just attracted to stories. It's, it's how we're wired. It's why the movie business is a trillion dollar industry, right? It's why people, you know, clamor to the movies to go see a, a great movie. People get engrossed in the story. It also, I believe it like humanizes you. It allows people to connect with maybe a point that you made. That's like, Oh, uh, that happened to me too. Kind of moments and stuff like that. So, um, you know, tell a story. So let, let's give me an example, right? So like, so, okay. So one of our best business of strength emails was one that I wrote about paying off my truck, right? And that got a ton of engagement. And, and from that, and I, well, let's go through the whole email. So the point of the email was to speak to people about how they run their business finances, whether they're leasing things or whether they're owning things. And meaning that, you know, growing small, taking your time, owning your stuff, not running your debt up, right? Thinking about the equipment purchases, the people purchases, people purchases, meaning, you know, just, you know, hiring employees at random and stuff like that. And really thinking about the financial growth process of your company before you go out and buy, you know, five new platforms and all that type of stuff, right? And, and, and owning everything as opposed to, it's really easy to go, like right now I could call Assault Fitness and be like, hey, I want 20 bikes, 20 free runners, and, and, and I want to finance it all. And I'm like, no problem, Mr. Riggio. That's going to be 9% over the next blah, blah, blah years, if not more. And, uh, you know, you can get that started with just, you know, a, a down payment of a hundred bucks today. You know, it's like, oh shit, that makes it easy. Right. And now I'm tied into a $1,200 payment every month for the next, you know, five years or whatever it might be. Right. So the reality is, is that, you know, so that was the gist of the article. The people I was speaking to were gym owners, coaches, and, and primarily gym owners and other uh, business owners, right? And the story was how I, you know, over the years had leased many cars, 
And at the end of every lease had this, you know, kind of feeling like, here I am. I just spent $5,000 over the course of three years and I got to give this car back, you know? And it's like, man, I don't own anything. And now I bought my truck. I paid my truck off. My tr it's only got 50,000 miles on it. It's paid off. I'll have it for at least probably another four to five years minimum. And, and I will have a period of, let's call it, financial freedom, right? So, and I told that story of how, what that meant to me and how I went about that process and, and how that relates to the gym business. We got a ton of engagement. So again, telling a story, your own personal perspective on a subject, fat loss, right? You could do it on fat loss, sports performance. Dan wrote a great article, uh, uh, one of our newsletters about how when he was a kid, he wasn't that great of an athlete and, and he had to really work hard and he was an underdog and, you know, he was kind of like, you know, a bigger, heavier kid and was always like kind of, you know, battling being an athlete and stuff like that and found a home for himself as a, as a, as an offensive lineman and, you know, wound up becoming a scholarship athlete. Right. And the whole point of it was, you know, you can kind of do this too as a motivational piece leading into, you know, our open enrollment for athletes. It's like, Hey, you know, don't count yourself out in a sense, you know? And, and so mo storytelling is the key, I believe. Right. So like, I, I like, I, that's why I like, that's why, that's why I gravitate towards, you know, a guy like Mark Bell, who always tells a story as opposed, and no offense to Eric Cressy, he's one of the absolute best, but, you know, what, what, I'll read Mark Bell's article on squatting a lot of times before I'd read Eric's, just because I know Eric's is going to be very clinical in nature, and Mark's is he's going to swear, it's going to be funny, it's going to be, he's going to talk about his fat ass and how, you know, and how back in the day when I used to be a fat F, you know, this, that, and the other, and he'd go off on himself. And like, when I was pro wrestling, you know, and I power slammed the rock or whatever it was, it's like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's got a little bit of a different thing to it, right? So, and it's a little bit more engaging, but what are some of the things? So here, here's five key components to writing a good email. One, who's the email for? You got to write to a person. So literally, if you're writing to your adult fitness community, Pick out your best client and think about, I'm writing this email for them, right? So whether it's a male or female, yeah, to them, right? Exactly. What's the desired result? You know, what, are the, what am I trying to convey that they're going to get out of this email, right? They're going to get stronger. Maybe it's improved performance, feel better, fat loss, tips, nutrition, recipes, whatever. Have a goal and what's the end goal? What's the desired result? Okay. What is the type of email, right? It's going to educate, entertain, motivate, inspire. It's going to be a storytelling. Maybe it's just a direct call to action. Every once in a while, a direct call to action is not a bad thing. You know, every once in a while, if you provide a ton of content, you can just say, hey, gang, our next open enrollment begins tomorrow. You know, come, come, you know, come start. Yeah, who's in? You know, super simple, right? Construct the email, right? When you construct the email, right? Great opening line, great opening paragraph, right? Something compelling. Again, like, I remember back in the day when I was a kid, right? You tell that story, okay? Two to three sentences per paragraph. Space it out 1.5 space. Why is that important? Again, because people are reading it on the phone, right? If you, if you write 10 sentences in a paragraph, it becomes really hard to read in a car, on a train, in a bus, right, on the way to work, right? Keep it short and to the point and, and insert your passive call to action, which we call the super signature, which is, is basically like, P.S., you know, if, if you like this email and you want to learn how to get faster this summer, email me back and say speed in the subject line or, or here's a couple other ways we could work together. Maybe there's a link to an article. It's an opt-in and maybe there's a link directly to your website, which is an opt-in 
and you go from there, right? So little things like that. And last but not least is the subject line. You got to have a winning subject line. The, the best emails are the ones that get open, right? So if your subject line isn't good and people don't open the email, it could have been the greatest article on training. It was Louis Simmons, Eric Cressy, Charles Paulquin meets Virko Shanksky all did an article on training and, and nobody read it because the, you know, the subject line was squat better, you know, or something like that. Right. So uh, you want to have something that's compelling. You want to think about what time of the year, what are some subject lines like seasonal stuff, right? Like, you know, new year's is here. Don't waste another year, right? Getting, get, you know, summer's on the way, things like that. Right. You know, shock value stuff like, you know, um, when we went to Ryan Lee's seminar a few years ago, the number one email in the country was this will make your dick fall off. Right. Mm-hmm. The guy sold $400 million in male enhancement pills. Right. That, remember that company Enzyte that used to be around they used to have like racing teams and shit like that for a while. There's a lot of dudes out there looking for, looking for some extra, <laughs> looking for some extra. Right. And, uh, and, but this will make your dick fall off was a $400 million ad campaign. Right. <laughs> Take that to the bank. Right. Um, you know, benefits, five, be- five, the, the five best ways to burn fat, the five best exercises to get jacked, the five best ways to get faster this summer. Right. And then, you know, an anti-hero, like kind of like a negative spin, you know, take a common, take something that's common knowledge and spin it negative. You know, why doing more cardio is actually why, why, why cardio is making you fat, right. Is a good one, right. Bench press will make you weak. You know, things that people are like, what? What do you mean? Like, I bench press every Monday like everybody else in the country. I thought I was getting jacked. So, you know, that kind of wraps it up, gang. That's a quick synopsis of why email is important, how to build your list, kind of some ideas on constructing an email. Don't make it more than it has to be. Just use your content. And last but not least, every email should get repurposed into multiple social media content posts, right? So again, if you're somebody who's big on social media and you haven't done the email thing yet, start crossing over a little bit. Maybe it's a one, once a month newsletter. You could do it vice versa what Joe's talking about too. We, we work with a gym, uh, TNL performance and Connor's done an amazing job with, uh, with, great content pieces in terms of explanations and videos mm-hmm. what he's doing now is is just is is ripping the video to an email and talking about why these exercises are important to his target market and his demographic which is baseball players yep and he's doing fantastic with it he's putting he's putting them out bi-weekly and he's repurposing old social posts to email format yep. adding a subject Im- embedding the video giving a short introduction and he's doing a super signature as to how they can work with him. And it's been very effective for him. So if you, again, if you've spent a lot of time with social, don't worry about it. Use it as leverage. Use that content for email. And let's try and extract yeah. emails off of that rented right. list. Absolutely. Go back and take your best social media posts, turn them into emails. Take your best emails, turn them into social media posts. Save yourself time and energy. But most importantly is build your email list because you own your list. You do not own the Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn platforms. When they go belly up or they decide to change their logarithms or or the cost per lead goes way up, you don't have any control over that. The email is power and, uh, and, and it stays with you forever. And very few people change their email list regularly. I mean, a lot of the people that we have on our list have had the same email for over a decade. So you, in a sense, you own that list. So get out there and build your email list, gang, and, and, and build your marketing tree. 
and add another branch to that tree and start your email campaigns now. All right. Take care, gang. Have a good one. The Business of Strength, powered by Varsity House Gym. Podcast for strength entrepreneurs. Be sure to visit us at www.varsityhousegym.com. Become unstoppable.